Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions. The ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. Christopher Courier is the Director of Trade Marketing for Sennheiser and Neumann. I think you've heard of them. And uh, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. Our sponsors, Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex, Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. With over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems for more information please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com and by vocal booth to go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors audio professionals podcasters producers and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients it's your go-to place for sound treatment soundproofing portable and mobile vocal booths visit vocalboothtogo.com for more information and great audio starts with great gear and zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. Now, that's the short of it. I mean, you can't get any better than that. When people look around and they bang their heads and they say, what's the best sound quality that I can get for microphones, headphones, and what a great... I was, I almost wanted to play the um, Candyman song, you know, because <laughs> it reminded me of like Gene Wilder. Everybody wants to go into Sennheiser and Neumann and take a tour and discover what, what does it mean to be the best in audio? How would you describe it? You know, honestly, Sennheiser and Neumann, first of all, it's a perfect marriage of two incredible companies with a lot of really good heritage and history. But really what makes Sennheiser and Neumann is really putting our customer at the heart of everything that we do. So every product that we put out, we're really thinking about the customer, how they're going to use it, and then the quality that they expect from our brand. And that's what it comes down to is, is customer and quality. I have a, a you know secret to tell here. I was 13 years old and, and I got my bar mitzvah, okay? And, uh, <laughs> and it, someone gave me a pair of Sennheiser headphones, okay? And my eyes lit up. I never heard, I didn't know the difference until I heard it. That seems to be the thing with the, the Neumann and the Sennheiser products. You don't know what you're missing until you hear it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that comes down to the products that are on the market are designed to do certain things. So a lot of the competitors that are out there, they want to hype the base or they want the, the treble to be a little more sparkly. A lot of what we do is we try to just make it sound real, the quality of the audio and not have some of that hype get in the way. There is a lot of hype, but not with uh, this brand. And so, I mean, you started 
you were just meant to, to be in this company, okay? Because, uh, you know, you started in finance. Is that right? How did you start? Yes, actually. So I, I went to music school and my mom said to me, she said, you can go to music school, you can be a music composition major, but you're going to minor in accounting. So practical mom, um, thanks to her, I actually got into the finance department here at Sennheiser um, and then started taking marketing classes because that's another passion of mine was really understanding how the, the relationship with the consumer worked. Um, so I started taking some marketing classes, moved into product marketing, and was blessed to become the product manager for the Neumann brand for several years. Um, and really, that was like a dream job. I thought it can't possibly get any better than that. Um, and then after a couple of years of doing that job, they came to me and said, how would you like to be the director of trade marketing for Sennheiser and Neumann? Now you're talking. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing this job now for four years and I absolutely love it. So how is it? Is it like men in black where there are guys in, in white coats and, and they're in these uh, sound labs and, and they're people? <laughs> I mean, what would take us behind the scenes? What is it like? Because, I mean, there's lots of competition, okay? But you stand out. Anytime anyone asks about, uh, you know, sound quality, once again, you're at the top of the heap. But uh, have you attended any of these type of researching in these labs or what's what's it like behind the scenes there you know behind the scenes there's not white cloak coats it's blue coats um because blue is our corporate color but we I do know. actually have <laughs> yeah see <laughs> there's um there's blue lab coats but we've got um these facilities located in uh, new mexico so that's where some of our production is done right here in the u.s uh, but then there's a lot of stuff that's done over in ireland and germany and we do have some production in romania um, and in these facilities, we have level 100 clean rooms. So that means that we could make heart catheters and microchips in the same facilities that wow. we make microphone capsules. Really? Uh, so, yeah. So I, there's a picture of me actually uh, dressed up like kind of looking like an Oompa Loompa um, <laughs> going into one of these rooms because you've got to wear the hairnet and the booties right. and just to go in there, but uh, it, it's it's incredible. And some of these chambers, the anechoic chambers, it could actually make you kind of go insane because there's no echo in there. Um, those are the real testing facilities. Wow, uh, the sound is just incredible. So, and that's really what it's all about. Is is it's about the the behind the scenes stuff and, yes. and really getting to the the purity of the audio. Mm -hmm. Somebody's doing something over there. I mean, and that's what <laughs> I, you bring all the microphones and uh, not just microphones, but you'll mention other things too, I'm sure, you know, the headphones, but you're dealing with anybody and everybody that has a passion for, for sound, right? We started with measurement microphones and things of that nature. So that's where some of that um, scientific purity comes from is, is that heritage and background that we have. So but, you know, really what we're known for now is the pro side, um, working with professional voice actors and singers. And then, of course, the consumer side as well. People that want that pure sound in their home or while they're out traveling. Um, you know, we've got products from travel headphones like our Sennheiser PXC 550 to um, our latest innovation, which is the Ambio soundbar, which gives you theater experience in your home. and it completely has blown me away even just sitting there and seeing this technology in action you will 
you've got the sound bar in front of you and you would swear with some of the demos that we're doing that there's people behind you or there's, um, you know, if there's a, a scene with like a helicopter, you'd swear that the helicopter is wow. coming behind you. And it's just this tiny little sound bar that you put in your home theater. So you know, it's funny when you hear it just right, when you hear that kind of level of sound quality, the, something registers in the, in the brain is if it gets it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if we're so used to just mediocre sound and don't think anything of it. You know, there's so many noises vying for our attention. But when you hear it and it's purity, it's something just kind of clicks. It's almost like eating gourmet food. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Our, our brains really like to settle into things like that. And, you know, we tell people often, you know, when you're testing microphones and trying to figure out which mic is best for your voice, there are certain things that our brain like. Um, our brain actually likes things that are a little bit louder, um, not too loud. So we always have to be careful and balance out the things that our brain likes versus what's scientifically perfect. That's interesting. You know, uh, because your, your brain's just going to pick the one that's slightly louder. How do you keep the spice going? How do you keep it interesting having used so many microphones? And, and I'm, I imagine you try the competition too. Do you, do you just kind of sneak in or, and say, can I try that mic? And, you know, knowing full well, hey, I work at Sennheiser. Or how, how do you keep in track of the competition or do you? It's friendly competition um, because I firmly believe that our competitors would not be our competitors if they made garbage. So they are making different microphones. They're making things that have a different color and a different character. So we are always checking out what they're doing um, because we're, we're always curious about what different segments of the market might be asking for or our competitor may hear a different need before we do. So we are always checking each other out. But really, it's, it's just about making sure that we're bringing what's consistent to our brand to the table. Um, making sure that that quality is always there, making sure that we're listening to our customers. Um, and if they're asking for a particular feature, that we've got that available. Sennheiser is now um, almost 75 years old. Neumann is 90 years old, and we're already planning for Neumann's 100th anniversary. Wow. Everything that was going on at the time that both of these companies were formed, Neumann has a very, very strong spot in my heart. And so Neumann being in the heart of Berlin, and being an almost 100-year-old company, you can imagine the historical significance of some of the things that have happened around the Neumann brand. So that side of things is cool. But then also the, the history of the technology and seeing where the technology has come over the last 90 to 100 years is fantastic to be able to talk to some of those engineers that have been with the company for years and can really take you through the history of the company and the history of the tech. It's just nice that when you've done your homework, okay, <laughs> and you make the best of the best, you know, of the best, that when people think of something, they turn to you. Think of tennis. Who do you think of? Serena Williams. There you go. All right. I think Roger, <laughs> Roger Federer. How about, how about food and, and, and cooking? Who do you think of? Julia Child. Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, that's how I grew up. I grew up watching, you know, I was watching Channel 2 and so watching Julia Child. and I watched her. <laughs> uh, yeah. But how nice, though, that the mind automatically goes to, you know, what is the best? You know, shaving, Gillette, right? I'm, I don't know if you go yeah. with Gillette or not. But yeah, yeah. You know, Sound, of course, Sennheiser and Neumann. Now let's get to the meat and potatoes, okay? Because there are a lot of people, these uh, voiceover talents, okay? Nice people, hardworking, 
uh, creative and temperamental even. Okay. So they have to get the, (laughs) they got to get the right microphone and then you come in. I mean, tell us about your dealings with, with voiceover people. So the voiceover community, I have found to be one of the most welcoming communities and, you know, dealing with singers and dealing with actors, which we do in in our business. um, It's very, I don't want to say cutthroat, but it's, uh, it's a different atmosphere than voice acting. Um, I have found voice actors to really want to lift each other up, to help each other out, even when they're competing for the same jobs. Being able to talk to people and and watch their careers develop. I've seen people that come in and they start off with a TLM 102, which is an entry-level mic from Neumann. And within a couple of years, their voiceover business takes off because they take it seriously. Uh, And they're coming back to me and saying, hey, I'm ready. So it's cool to watch people progress in their careers and to be even just a tiny, tiny part of that. Yeah. And confidence comes with getting the best. I mean, people feel it's, well, certainly industry standard when you see uh, the 416 Sennheiser microphone and, and what is that? The TLM 103 Neumann you see for, uh, you know, voiceover talent. And so uh, can people really hear the difference? I mean, when it comes to, uh, I can, but when uh, you get someone on the other end, a casting agent, and uh, what are some of the things that people say where they say, okay, now you're talking, you, you got something that uh, I can hear the difference here. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that that really helps, you know, in this day and age, when you compress everything down to an MP3, it it does become a little difficult to hear some of the difference. But if you're talking about a, you know, $99 USB microphone versus a two to $3,000 condenser microphone, you can absolutely hear the difference. It it's not quite as dramatic as the difference between a, a telephone and a, a high end microphone, but there are parts of the voice that you will lose as you start to get um, a little bit lower in the scale on microphones. And the reason simply comes down to the science behind the mics too. There are condenser microphones which are designed to be incredibly sensitive and pick up the full range of human hearing. And then dynamic microphones are specifically designed to be a little bit more durable and a little more forgiving. And as a result, they don't pick up all the subtle nuances of the voice. And I'm sure if you think back to um, the days when we all had uh, old like rotary phones in our house, I'm dating myself now, but you know, you'd, you'd pick up the phone and go to talk to somebody and they'd think that they were talking to another member of your household. And that's because the phone very specifically just isn't meant to carry that level of detail. It's just meant to, to get the speech out. It's not meant to record the detail of your voice. Uh, so condenser mics in particular, they tend to be more expensive, but they're really designed to capture the full spectrum of human hearing. Just based on what you're saying, it just seems like you can't lose with having more detail, that the human voice is beautiful. Now, let's talk about other equipment that you need with a microphone. I mean, let's just say you get the 416 microphone from Sennheiser. Of course, there's others from Neumann. Do you just need the mic in a good room or what do you need? Really, you know, what you need is you need a decent space to record. Um, You need a, a good microphone. So some sort of audio interface, whether that is a digital mixer, um, there are you know, certain interfaces that are designed to act as both a preamp to kind of boost the gain of a microphone or boost the volume a little bit and get that um, into your computer. You can have just a straight interface that doesn't do all the bells and whistles, and it's really just communicating the audio from one to another. But really, to, to break it down and make it super simple, 
there are decent interfaces out there for a couple hundred bucks. The goal is, again, to get the audio from the microphone into your computer as cleanly as possible. And have you tried all the other ones? There's like uh, Apollo or Duet uh, from Apogee. There's RME. There's Audient. Have you tried all these with these microphones? And, you know, do you have a favorite? Um, some personal favorites. So I'm kind of divorcing myself from Sennheiser for a second. I can edit this um, if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, I, I love pretty much anything that Apogee makes. Um, I feel like they do a really good job of getting things into the computer cleanly. I think Grace makes some phenomenal products as well. Uh, Focusrite also makes some good products to get the audio into the computer. With microphones in particular, our job is to take whatever it is that you're putting into your performance, whether it is um, an actor, a singer, a voice actor, um, and to translate that into something that then you can market. So we're, we're very lucky to be able to do what we do. The beauty of doing the conferences that I get to do, I love standing up in front of a group and talking. I can talk about the tech all day. I can talk about specific microphones all day, but the one-on-one conversations after are really some of the, the best moments because people will come up and they'll ask personal questions about how they can advance their career or how a microphone can help them to advance their career. Um, and so talking about some of that stuff is great. Talking about some of the the little nuggets that I've learned through the years because I'm a voice actor myself. I, I get to work with, you know, Joe Cipriano, Dave Finoy, James Alberger, Joan Baker. I've had some of the best teachers in the industry and they haven't even necessarily realized that they're teaching me because we'll, we'll either be on a panel together and I'll pick up little nuggets along the way um, that about vocal care and and things of that nature. That's the other side of this too, is, you know, if, if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not taking care of your voice, you can have the best microphone on the planet and you're going to have some serious problems recreating a performance if you're not taking care of your voice. How do you keep the habit going? I mean, you're traveling all around the world, I think, are you not? I mean, you're going everywhere. Um, Yeah. I think they used to have the thing for, what is it, with Matt? Where's Matt, you know, as he travels all around the... Uh, <laughs> and today, no one asks that, where's Matt? Because, you know, he's not... Anyway, but yeah. Uh, but the thing <laughs> is that you travel everywhere. Do you, how do you keep the habit going? Do you do voiceovers on the side that way, or do you not have time to do it anymore? Uh, I'm not doing as much actual voiceovers, but I am a podcast host. Um, so I am the host of the Worldwide Countdown Podcast, which is a show that I created it is distributed through Intune magazine and goes to about 3 million high school kids every month. Uh, the focus of the podcast is global popular music. Um, so we look at things that are not just popular in the U.S. Um, and not just popular in you know some of the major European cities, but we cover Japan. We do all over Europe. So Germany, France, England. We look at Canada, Australia, New Zealand. So taking popular music really to the next level, because I feel like we hear a lot of the same things over and over yes. and over again on the radio. I can't um, even get into it. I mean, I'm so old, I feel. that I don't <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I know the 80s were cheesy and everything, but at least there was a story and, and things led from one thing to another. Here, 
I just don't get it. And I'm wondering what else is there? Of course, going to your podcast, that may be a good solution there. There's so much. And the funny thing is that a lot of these other countries feel the same way. They feel like they hear the same thing. And there's some hits that that break all over the world. There's there's certainly global success, but there's lots of regional acts that never break out of their own region. And so giving people access to that and letting people hear music from around the world has been another privilege of mine. And it's something that I love to do. So I do the the voiceover stuff on the side, not as much anymore. I do the the podcast. And a lot of that comes down to really just, again, taking care of my voice, taking care of my health, uh, making sure that I can get behind the mic and continue to do that. Someone gets into a company, right? Like Sennheiser or Neumann, okay? They make it in the finance department. They're good. You know, everything's good. <laughs> You've done that and grown uh, every step of the way, you know, director of trade marketing now. Uh, you've got to fulfill everything that you've wanted to do. Voiceovers, okay, so here's a question on the bucket list, although you're a young man. Really, if I could ever break into doing uh, voice acting for animation, and I think if you ask any voice actor, they're going to tell you, I want to go work for Disney, I want to work for Pixar. <laughs> um, that's certainly on there. It is absolutely on the bucket list. And, and growing the podcast. Um, you know, Three million high school kids is certainly not a bad audience to have, um, but there's so many folks out there that I would love to reach with the podcast. So I, I really hope that I can do that. Yeah, there was a woman. I feel like this is your life, Christopher uh, Courier, but uh, there's a woman, uh, initials uh, DG from uh, Long Island, New York, I believe. And uh, she had an influence on you. And uh, the song Shake Your <laughs> Shake Love. Your love. Shake yeah, your yeah. Love. You know that song? <laughs> I can't sing it as well, but I do. I do. <laughs> I had a crush on Debbie Gibson, too. And I saw her shopping in, in the mall in Long Island, New York. And uh, she yeah. apparently had an influence on you. Can we get her on your program? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Deb is wonderful. I haven't talked to her in a few years. Um, I fell in love with with her music a long time ago. It was probably my first taste of pop music. Um, and that was really what bit me and said, okay, I'm, I'm a pop music junkie. Um, but then I stalked poor Debbie Gibson um, and went to a couple of her shows and, and saw her backstage. And so she offered me a job on the fan club. Uh, so I actually got to do a little mini tour with Debbie Gibson for a while. Um, she had a crush she, on you? It sounds like she liked no, you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it was nothing like that. All right. All right. Uh, but I was very lucky to get to tour with her, with her when she was touring with... Um, with NSYNC uh, and got to do some work for her fan club. So that was pretty cool. It's been a few years since I've talked to her, but uh, she's a Neumann user. She's certainly got an inside connection. That's for sure. Yeah. And she was doing Broadway for a while. I wonder if she still did. It's a yeah. pretty good transition. She made it, you know, people were rough in Long Island. It was either, you were either in the Tiffany camp or in the Debbie Gibson camp, but you know, you couldn't, yes. you couldn't like both. That was one of those wars that was started by the press, you know, cause it, it, <laughs> but they, they like each other. They're actually, they had been touring each other very recently. So um, really, they're, they're good friends. Yeah. What would you like to say to people in voiceover? Once again, there it is. There's that filet mignon called uh, Sennheiser and Neumann. And uh, what would you like people to know about that you haven't told already? Because uh, you said careers are born from having, you know, the best equipment to work with. And uh, it certainly makes a difference too in the quality of television commercials and movies and and radio and just the whole yeah. gamut. What can we let them know? Well, you know, voice acting in particular, and I would say probably the same for singing as well. It whatever you put into this 
career is what you're going to get out of it. So if you are willing to invest time, which time is more important than money, um, if you're willing to invest seeing returns on that investment. So if you're a voice actor, even just picking up the newspaper and practicing with the newspaper, if you are practicing every single day, that is probably one of the best things that you can do. And then getting really comfortable with your microphone. People tend to be afraid of the technology. Um, the technology is your friend. The technology is going to help you get a job. You need to be comfortable with it. So whether it's through someone like me or any number of the sources that are out there, make sure that you are learning about the technology, getting really comfortable with it, and more importantly, just not afraid of it. When I was a kid, I had a baseball glove, you oiled the baseball glove, put a string around it, and then you put it by your pillow. And you just, you know, you get, it's like, that's my glove, you know, but you want people to get uh, with indecency, of course, intimate with the microphones. And that means that I've heard you say this from different directions, even because you're into mic technique. And that's something people think, well, just the microphone will do it all. But uh, to really discover if I talk from this angle or or that angle and how intimate if I get up close or far away. And it seems like that's uh, the creativity there and the subtleties. Uh, you're kind of into that and you're not into pop filters. I understand. No, <laughs> I've developed somewhat of a reputation and, and this is sort of a problem. We do make pop filters. So this is one of those things that doesn't make me terribly popular around the office. But so anytime you put anything in between yourself and your microphone, you are changing the sound of your voice. And it may be subtle, um, but again, I'm a purist. I, I want whatever performance you're trying to deliver, I want to make sure the microphone is capturing it. So not a fan of pop filters. If you have a problem with plosives or sibilance, the best thing that you can do is work with a good coach to try to work through that. Um, if it's a temporary problem, if it's a particularly difficult passage, um, you can do the pen or pencil trick. You just take a pen or pencil and put that in between you and your microphone. And that is usually enough to break up any of those harsh P or S sounds, but not so much that it is going to get in the way of your performance. Do you ever feel like a, um, a microphone psychologist? <laughs> I mean, you're dealing with you know, a lot of temperamental people, I, yeah. creative people, but it's also like, Christopher, I have to tell you my problems today, when it comes to, you know, voiceover mics. And, and some people are what OCD, right? Obsessive compulsive yeah. about their yeah. microphones. If only uh, I just need, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's so many needs that people have and you've heard it all. And what, what, if you were a, a microphone psychologist, what would be some of the issues people deal with? Or do they try too hard when it comes to this? I think, again, it comes down to fear. People are so afraid of their microphone. They're afraid that they're going to hurt it. Um, they're afraid about technology itself. They're like, I, I plug this mystery thing in and I don't really know how it works. Um, so it's, it's about taking some of that fear away and not being afraid of it. I've been called a lot of things. A, a, a microphone psychologist is a, that's a new one. Um, but, uh, I have been called the microphone matchmaker before. I kind of oh, like right. that. One. Yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah. mean, it makes sense because, uh, I mean, personality wise, you're dealing with, uh, different microphones for, for different people. Are you able to do that? You can hear the voice and say, I, I've got the mic, you know, I bet this is going to be a good match for you. So I've been with the company now for 15 years. And, and after doing this, as long as I have, I can usually at least narrow it down to a list of two or three for people. Um, there have been people that have walked on to like a trade show booth and they'll start talking to me and say, hey, I'm, I'm into voice acting and I'm looking for a new mic. And I'm like, I I've got it. 
So occasionally it does strike like lightning um, and I'm, I'm able to, to pick it out pretty easily. And that comes down to where your voice fits. You know, I, people talk a lot about the, the U87. Um, that's one of the most popular Neumann mics. I tried that. It's Sam Ash. Oh, it's great. It's, it's beautiful. Fantastic. But for my voice, it doesn't work. Hmm. Um, I've, I've already got some of the kind of high end that a U87 is going to help to bring out. What I need help with is some of that low end stuff. So if I've got a microphone that maybe has a little bit more presence in the low end, that would be a microphone that I would recommend for me. The guys who run the voiceover body shop, George Whittem and Dan Leonard, nice. mm-hmm. um, they're incredibly smart. And if you want to get really tweaky and geeky, um, the three of us can sit down and <laughs> certainly spin our propellers and and do it. But those two can actually go deeper than I can. Wow. So there is a certain point where I have to pass off and say, okay, you've reached the limits of, of what I know, but gosh, these guys, these guys are, are real geniuses and they really get it. And I give tons of credit to audio engineers that have been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard work. Will microphones change, do you think, as far as the size? Will it be smaller or will it, do you think it always just be the same size as it is now? It's different camps. You know, there are some people who prefer the big old vintage microphones and there are some people who want things that really disappear. Even if you look at some of the, the big guys in radio, you know, look, you look at Howard Stern, Howard Stern wants a, a smaller microphone that doesn't get in the way of him interacting with his guests, um, as controversial as he may be. Um, and then you've got some of the other guys that they want that big, chunky, old school radio mic in front of them because it's just, it's the appearance and it's the look. So I don't think that the old kind of big mics will ever go away, but I do think there is a new generation out there, podcasters and vloggers, that they're looking for the audio to disappear. They really don't want the microphone to be part of the look. They don't want that to be part of the the spotlight. So I think you've got two ends of the spectrum, and thankfully for us, we've got solutions for both of them. You mentioned Howard Stern. Can we go down who's who? I mean, no doubt. You know everybody, do you not? I've had the privilege of meeting, again, some of the best audio engineers in the world. Um, And some of these names wouldn't mean anything to anybody. But for those of us in audio, like I I got to spend time with Leslie Ann Jones, who works at Skywalker Sound. And getting to hang with her and see her work was incredible. So for me, like I was a big geek for that moment. and, And that's where I was kind of a little fanboy. Um, but then getting to meet some of the the celebrities that that we endorse, that's also been pretty cool. It's for me that that's not as exciting as meeting some of the engineers. Um, Wait a minute, but, a, a little yeah, owl, an owl flew into the room here. Who, who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've had the privilege of. Meeting, I like I like the name I, drop. <laughs> I've had the privilege of meeting um, Tim McGraw. Nora Jones. I've gone backstage for some of the other big acts that we endorse. Um, so Cher is one of our artists. Wow. Um, there's a, a, a pretty long list of names that I've, I've had the, mm-hmm. the privilege of at least just even just being backstage and, and seeing them go past. You know, that's it's it's incredible. It's a great industry to be a part of. Yeah, it really is. You, you have a wonderful uh, position there and uh, you work hard too. I mean, you know, I don't know if you how much uh, sleep you get, four or five hours, I'm not sure, but you're either flying <laughs> somewhere, going to a conference. I mean, what is, you know, last question here, what is your day in the life look like being the director of trade marketing, Sennheiser Neumann? 
Oh my goodness. A day in the life. Um, so first of all, I have two young kids. So my day starts very early. I've got a three-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, so we're up at five o'clock in the morning, but, um, then by the time I, I get them to school and I get to work, the day is going to be very different depending on what we have going on. We're always planning a big trade show. We've always got at least one in the hopper. Um, so I've got a creative manager that's working on that. Um, we've got advertising and, and dealer support that we're always working on. So getting all of the signage that you would see at a store, um, any of the displays for our products, those are all done here by my team. So we're working on that. Um, and then some of the the more administrative tasks, you know, our dealers need price lists and they need spec sheets and brochures and all of those things come out of this office. So again, I'm very blessed to have the best team on the face of the planet that is supporting me and making sure that we're getting that out every day. Yeah, that's something you mentioned. It's something we can't, I can't fully grasp what teamwork looks like from that. But you think of, you know, individual stuff, you know, with microphones and it's just doing your own thing, but it is a team uh, that people come together. It sounds like you're fond of, again, many of the people that you work with as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. And how's your German? Good. I mean, you, did you learn <laughs> after, after work in Neumann, uh, you know? So all I really know how to say is that I have a headache, but that's from college. I, idea of school, I had a nasty headache. And so she taught me how to say I have a headache in German. Christopher Courier has been our special guest. He's the director of trade marketing, Sennheiser and Neumann. And again, if you want the best of the best of the best, seek him out, seek out Sennheiser and Neumann, and you won't be sorry because your career you know, will take off. And uh, you can, it's like having caviar in the best wine, you know, and who's ever sorry for, for getting the best. And so uh, thank you for your high level of standard, your company, and all that you do. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Our sponsors, Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex for more information. With over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bayer.com dynamic.com and by vocal booth to go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors audio professionals podcasters producers and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients it's your go-to place for sound treatment soundproofing portable and mobile vocal booths visit vocalboothtogo.com for more information and great audio starts with great gear and zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. 